Some motherfuckers always trying to podcast uphill. And welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to make any jokes because Pat uh, fucking just was shut a huge it. Huge jerk to me last on. episode. So now I'm, I will now, point out it's an evolving gag where now I'm going to be mean to Pat about being mean. But yeah, the fact oh that you're God. commenting on that making a joke is like you trying to make a joke. Uh. <laughs> Do you want me to punch him? I mean, I'm in the same room with him. I can do it. You can't reach me. I mean, you punch Kinda. him emotionally every day, so it's, true. it's okay. okay. It's okay. Uh, Ash, who do we got on the show today? Today we have a special guest, Adante Watts. Welcome, Adante. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. Yes, Welcome. and you are a filmmaker. You have your own production company. Um, I, uh, I, well, I didn't actually meet Adante though. We were in the same room, but I saw Adante's film catch at the film festival. Um, was it something uh, in summer the in the South? Summer, summer in, in the South. South. Yeah. In Atlanta last summer. And it was so good. Adante, tell everyone about catch. Uh, catch is kind of my baby right now. It's what I've been working on for probably going on the last two years. Basically, it's about a, a black teen that discovers that he has superpowers uh, in a life or death encounter with a police officer. So, you know, it's got some some drama, some some sci-fi in there, just trying to mix genres and uh, and write about something I care about. Yeah, cool. sounds great. It's really good. Would you like to tell the listeners where they can find this video? Yes, uh, you can follow the film's Instagram page. It is catch.film. Uh, and in the bio of that Instagram page, you'll find a link that you can uh, click to watch the full 23 minute short on uh, rollcall.com. Yeah, 23 minutes, guys. From a filmmaker, let me tell you, that's a tremendous amount to do. So, congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot that. of work. Most of my experience is, is working on shoots with Ash and stuff. And, and I've done a couple of shoots. It's like, it, you know, much like our, our, me and Sam's animation stuff, like every second that gets on screen is hours of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Again, I'm not just saying that it is good. Your main actor, he's really good. He's so good. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's really talented. We we found him uh, on Instagram because uh, we were trying to cast for the lead role and none of the people that we had were good. Um, so. <laughs> My producer Throw and his wife, uh, you know, <laughs> they, they didn't, they weren't the right fit. I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, my producer and his wife, they, they went on Instagram and they just like searched the hashtag Atlanta actors. And then we're just looking through people's profiles creeping. But then they made me be the one to message him. They were like, hey, here's a guy. Message him and say, uh, tell him to audition for our film. And I was like, I'm really uncomfy, but OK. <laughs> I'm actually going to add on to that. The cast in general is is good. Mm-hmm. Your like villain is uh unsettling and, cre- and like he yes. and he is mm-hmm. he's and like he's an oh that is a villain. Which is yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. Um the one I don't want to spoil it, like the one uh police officer the acting is it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. Go check it out. I really enjoyed it. You heard it here first. Got a stamp of approval. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is there a, is there a like a Tinder for actors? Can you can you like s- 
just have a list of actors when you're casting people and just like, um, well, actually it's funny that you say that because my producer, he made this, uh, this program called roll call. Um, and it's essentially, that's essentially what it is. It's a, it's a tender for productions in general. Um, (laughs) but you like, you make your, you make your, you know, your asset page of like everything that you have to offer. So like, if you're offering yourself as an actor or like you have a car that you want to offer or like clothing or furniture. And then when productions go in there and they list all the criteria that they're looking for. And it's like, I'm looking for a car that's this make and model, or I'm looking for an actor that's this age, this race. And then it pulls back all of those, um, all those results. And then you can reach out to those people about those assets. Oh, that's awesome. That's a very cool app, but I don't know if I like calling it a Tinder for actors unless you're going to throw in like <laughs> not, a asterisk. Like with, a, it's it's uh, a so Tinder for actors like, without the fucking. Without the fucking, exactly. Like, yeah. Hey, you want to make a film baby together? Yeah. No, yeah. no. Yeah, the, no the, yeah. The, the fucking comes in contract negotiations. Ah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. I believe that's called porn, Ash. Porn. Yeah, I mean, they could use it too. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what movie are we watching uh we're watching uh blade 2 yeah. which i'm very excited blade harder. about yeah. blade, blade harder blade the, the hardening <laughs> which the one thing no, i didn't like is when year it came out yeah. oh two oh two. Oh yeah so this is gonna be all matrixy it's gonna be great mm-hmm. yeah Yay. all matrix all the time <laughs> what does that mean <laughs> black like, digital I'm black leather yeah. electronic oh. music yep uh-huh. oh yeah well it's like, already technically blade had that blade had like oh, yeah. black trench That's, coats and electronic yeah. rave music before yeah. matrix yeah we'll, we'll recall blade yeah that they did it first uh the the what, with Wachowski's that most excellent blood rave song i don't even know what i'm I'm sure we all listen to that song a lot and that scene terrified me as a child in the (laughs) in the first movie i remember i just i have this very vivid memory of like watching the movie and then the blood rave started happening and i just like ever so slightly kept inching away from the tv (laughs) 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 i'm gonna have to go listen to that now what was scarier, the blood or the electronic music? Probably Just a mixture of both. I mean, and then they're all like covered in blood and they have fangs are out and stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. The scariest part of, of that movie is, is well, any movie in my house was if something even remotely sexual came on the screen and the blood rave had a vibe. Uh, and my parents, my mom Anytime they weren't like, oh no, like awkward. My mom was like leaned into the awkward and she'd go, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you don't want that. Trust me. She would be like, what if she was like, I met your dad at a blood rave? Uh, uh, no. no. I feel like that's going to be when my girls get older and they're watching movies of the PG-13 or R variety, any, any scene like that, I feel like that's going to be my go-to line. It's like, that's how I met your mom. Whatever whatever the crazy oh. shit on the screen is. <laughs> I just remember all those times that I was just like, oh, Brett, don't you be looking at that. And like, oh, God. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Please. See, my mom just couldn't even handle anything like that. And I told my dad to watch Zombieland recently. And he was like, yeah, 
we couldn't get through it. You know, we couldn't we couldn't watch too much of it because your mom wasn't into it. She was like, when that woman like slams on the brakes and goes through the windshield, like I just I couldn't watch it. And I was like, so the opening credits, you couldn't get through the opening <laughs> credits of Zombieland. I was like, wasn't that like right in the beginning? Yes. <laughs> well, at least they didn't like go to a theater and get trapped there. Like me having yeah. to watch Step Brothers with my parents and oh. my little brother. And he puts his like ball sack all over the drum set, oh, the drum and set, they yeah. show all I, of it. I have I the forgot. one of the best one. I have the best one. One of the best ones by proxy, where I was present, but I didn't have to feel any of the shame or embarrassment because it oh. was my in laws. I'm trying to think of the year it came out because I want. How to did you not for- feel shame if this story involves your in laws? Because I whatever, <laughs> like I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not there. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I want to look up. Because we all fuck. <laughs> no, we don't. But I don't, I don't, it doesn't bother me because we're all adults Jesus at that point. Jesus gave you I'm... your children as little gifts. Okay, this. it was 2013. So it was seven years ago. Fuck, that was seven years ago. So oh my, God. my brother-in-law was 24 at the time. So he's 24 and he's with his whole family. And we all went to see Wolf of Wall Street in the theater. Oh, <laughs> and dear. So he was sitting oh, next no. to his mom and dad the opening scene where oh, Leo no. is like doing cocaine out of a uh, escorts ass crack. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, that I, whole movie, I, that whole movie, to, top to bottom. Yeah. I can't imagine. I've never seen it because I heard Jonah Hill like masturbates and you see like everything. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Nope. Yeah. I no, do not remember that part. Actually. I don't remember that. Either. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> maybe someone it's lied when, to me. No, oh, no, okay. it's it's at the party where Leo first meets Margot Robbie, and yeah, it's that movie is all over the place. Yeah. But yeah, so well, I, got, I watched I saw Clockwork that. Orange with my dad once, so that <laughs> was awkward. Mistakes too. were yeah. made. Yep. Anyway, welcome to the show, Dante. <laughs> what what embarrassing <laughs> movie moments have you had? Um, Certainly not Blade Two. Uh, I, I watched uh, 365 DNI with my mom. I have not oh, heard of that one. What is that? Oh, that is the the super racy movie that is uh, on Netflix currently. It's uh, I think it was originally oh. Polish, but it's just oh, all you watched of that one. All kinds is of that sex. like is that like the Polish? Uh, what's the what's the the uh, one that shades. is just porn? It's like Fifty Shades. Fifty yeah. Shades. That's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So is your oh. mom like super cool, or was it? Really yeah, no, weird? it was fine. Okay. It was just I don't think neither either of us knew what we were getting into oh, uh, no. before <laughs> yeah. it started. Because like when we watched it, that was before everyone was talking about it. And uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, Hopefully yeah. you came out stronger. This looks good. For it. This looks was that fun. a uh, was that <laughs> that situation where neither one of you wanted to be the one who was too uncool to turn it off? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Film chicken. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you want to keep watching this? Yeah, that's fine. You want to keep watching it? Yeah, I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable? uncomfortable. I'll go to the store. Don't don't worry about pausing. I'll just go to the store and get you some popcorn. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I saw Titanic with my mom when I was 13 when it first came out. Oh, yeah. The uh, Leo DiCaprio or the original one? (laughs) The Leo. I didn't know that. Oh, I mean, like the actual I, boat. I think so. Cause like, I remember, uh, Not one time old, Titanic was on and it wasn't the Leonardo DiCaprio one. And like the acting was terrible. Oh, uh, I didn't know there was no. a non Leo one. Either. 
I feel there's like there was Titanic an original. Like the public I thought, access was production of Titanic. Yeah, the, the PBS version. I was going to say, are you sure it wasn't the Poseidon adventure? It's all green screen. I'm like, cardboard. <laughs> anyway, Blade 2. Anyway, Blade oh, yeah. 2. Production things. Uh, director, Guillermo del Toro. No Everyone loves shit. Guillermo I cannot believe that. Love him. Um, <clears throat> other, I'm so excited. Other production-y things. Uh Tippett Studio special effects. Oh yeah. Uh, Phil Tippett's <laughs> our uh, our favorite he, stop mo guy. He uh, is the special effects guru. Curveball. Tippett did digital special effects for this. Film. Oh no! So I don't know what we're gonna get. Uh-oh. That was <laughs> um, a real roller coaster hmm. you went on there, Sam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love his uh, practical effects. I'm not familiar with his CG effects, so and maybe this is why. We'll see, maybe. <laughs> oh no. We got a concept art, uh, Timothy Bradstreet and uh, Mike Mignola, Hellboy. <gasps> so Ooh. I feel like this crew cool. just hangs out. Guillermo Isn't uh, Rob, Ron Perlman in this movie too? Ron Perlman's in it. Mm. What? Oh, yep. Got the whole Hellboy crew. You're going to recognize a lot of people in this one. I so feel like. cool. Yeah. Oh, also cool that they Wait. hired a comic book artist to do art design because Blade was a comic, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a Marvel. It's a Marvel. Comic. It's a Marvel comic. Yeah. Yeah. Even um, though we just um, did our all the Marvels episode. Yeah. Well, we did the MCU. This is not an MCU, but yeah. Guessing game time. Number. How much yes. money did it cost? Go. Did it cost? Cost. We'll, we'll do. Well, I got the four four numbers here. Four questions. Sixty three million. Ooh, Sixty. Wait, wait. When, when did it come out? Sixty three again. Sixty three. I second. Oh uh, two. Oh yes. two. Seventy five. You can go. Oh. Uh. She said she's second pass. I'll go with sixty eight. Point yeah. to Dante. Fifty four. Oh. 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 How much did it make opening weekend? Twelve. Opening. Mm. opening. Ninety ninety two. Ooh. I think it did good. <laughs> Huge range. I oh think it did gosh. good. Oh my god. I think twelve is a little more accurate. Twelve. I you think can't 30, you can't double the guess. This I'm is, not. I'm 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 weighing in thinking about Ash says thirty. I think it made twenty one. Point Ash, thirty two. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Uh, which is like Good for you, Good. Ash. But uh, they didn't quite make their money back Bad opening weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, I think they did pretty well uh, overall. Uh, let's do uh, worldwide gross. What, what do you guys think? Really? We have to guess this one? Too? Oh, I thought we were doing worldwide. 92. Oh, no, I did it. I did it. I'm lying. Oh, okay. <laughs> worldwide. I think I'm going to go with 104. One point Sam, wow. 155. Ooh, Ooh, go Guillermo. Yeah. Go Wesley. Tripled, tripled that budget in the profits there. So All right. uh, I think people. And we don't have a third one? Come we, on. No, there is a third we one. Do? There is a third we do one. Have a third I know yeah. nothing about this series. We don't speak we all, of the It was in the running <laughs> for the possibly do. And the third one has Jessica Biel and Ryan Reynolds in it. It's what? Much, what? Much like the third yeah. Matrix, <laughs> we don't mention the third Blade. <laughs> It was weird. Uh, we might have to have a Dante back to do the third because I kind of want to yeah. do it. I kind of want As I said in the email we were talking about, it is the, it is a beautiful I just disaster. like, I don't, I don't remember a whole lot about it. I remember Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I remember Vampire Dogs. And apparently people are saying, like anyone that I've heard talk about it says that it was not a good movie, but I, I don't remember that much about it to, to accurately assess that. Oh, no. Those things on their own. Sound it is great. Ryan Reynolds at his most Ryan Reynolds-ness. That's how I was introduced to Ryan Reynolds <laughs> wow, okay. before I knew who he was. Now that I think about it. 
I think there is at least one plot point in this movie that hints at the mess of the third one uh, that I'm excited to talk about in the post wrap up. But just keep on the lookout. Something in the plot. You're going to (laughs) go, wait, what? Um, (laughs) I have have a prediction ahead of time that there's going to be a couple of things that we go, wait, what? (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Actors, of course, uh, Wesley Snipes as Blade. Um, Oh, yeah. We got uh, Lenore Varela as Nisa. She's the main. Yeah. I what just, else has she been I, in? I will have to Google it. I was just going to read these real quick. Okay. <laughs> Norman Reedus, Scud, Rom Perlman as Reinhardt, as a Nazi guy. Oh. Wow. <laughs> uh, Interesting. I'm sure he's good. There's a character named Snowman played by Donnie Yen, who is also the uh, fight choreographer. Um, and then my my one and only really fun uh, actor fact here is the villain that we almost got but didn't get uh, because they were going to try and get Tim Curry to be the villain of this movie. <gasps> <gasps> mm. oh, uh, why tell us that? Just, why just so you, when you camera? watch it, you can imagine. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh, um, but we get... I can imagine how much better it would have been if Tim Curry <laughs> was in this movie. I want blood on my pizza. Uh, we get thomas Uh, kretschman uh, as eli damaskinos why is eli always the villain because people really (gasps) like that stuff i don't know Uh not in denzel washington's book of spoilers which i've never seen (laughs) i mean he's eli and he's denzel this this is uh wesley snipes favorite of the blade movies Hmm. Oh, oh. So we'll see if, if he's the uh, the tastemaker that we all believe he is. Del Toro says that Snipes knew uh, Blade better than anyone else in the franchise and that he is basically just Blade on set. Like he just he writes lines <laughs> so and like, parts for Blade. Like, I think Blade would do this. And then he does the thing. Like, all right. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's awesome. I love that. Love it. Uh, Wait, is he not? Is he in the third movie too? Yep, or but no? yeah, oh, okay. we're we're gonna do it. We should do it because there's a whole okay. and I'll and I'll unless Dante wants to come back and do it. We maybe we'll co-host well, yeah. it together. We'll do our research because there's a whole Ooh. messy behind the scenes thing with him. And yeah, it's I'm intrigued. Yeah, it's wait. There's something something messier than his, I, yes, just his regular the Blade Trinity life. was way messier behind the scenes than <laughs> this. I promise. <laughs> Oh no. Um, okay. More facts. More facts. I have I have only three more facts. Uh and this one shocked me because they made some of the characters' blood green so that the movie could get an R rating. Oh wow. <laughs> oh. So, so it was like NC seventeen before or something? Is this that's, the, the, uh, that's the assumption is this there. The movie is they had to tone it down. With the, uh, with, the, with the chin vampires. Is that this one? Oh yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Okay, yeah, oh, they have predator, like a whole jaw opens up. It's crazy. <laughs> Ven- oh, wow. Venus yeah, fly. I but why? Why does green? Like what? what? How okay. does that work? They, I, I mean, uh. the assumption there is that having it be real looking blood made it so violent that it would not even have oh, qualified been, for an R. Wow. Rating. Wow. Isn't yeah, they, but the scared. blood is a problem for the ratings board. Isn't that why with like Kill Bill with the fight with the crazy eighty eight, they made it black and white because all the blood black and white. would have mm-hmm. been a problem. For I them? think so. Yeah. Really? That's like the only reason I was able to make it through Logan was because we saw it in black and white. Otherwise, I think mm. I might have passed out. There's a lot of knife knifing <laughs> in that one. Oh. That's true. Or blading? I don't know. No. 
What? Blading? No, we're about to watch a lot of blading. Yeah, we're yeah. about to watch the blading. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? What else was fun? Oh, actually, I only have one other good fact here. 30 members of the cast and crew were temporarily blinded uh, <gasps> during the uh, UV light uh, vampire autopsy. Yikes. Oh, my God. I feel like I heard this before. OSHA <laughs> violation. <laughs> Jesus. What? Uh-huh. So keep a lookout for that scene. Mm, that's, and just that think, was a bad that day. That was a bad day on set. Like the actors? <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Um, how do you know how long they were blinded or that's that's all it's you know? all i had was temporarily i assume temporarily probably crap. for a few hours or so something remember when we talked about box office members and you're like it made back in no. 23 times i doubt that uh-huh. they got sued <laughs> for that scene i can assure oh, you yeah i can assure you yeah some, somebody crap. walked away with lasting s- sunburnt eyes oh my god i can see the lawyer now like tossing them something and they catch it see they can see now they're fine they're fine now oh it does not matter damage oh my god i am legitimately horrified by that fact i don't if if you could see sam's face right now i was the safety captain on my past yeah as a production manager holy you're dying holy moly i i feel way better about my past jobs i never fucked up that bad The term safety captain, I'm thinking of a pirate now with like a crosswalk vest on. Be safe. I mean, when we had our earthquake deal, I did have to wear a vest. It was not fashionable. But it also did not look like a pirate. Was it also talk like a pirate day? Before you cross the street. Uh, Why wouldn't you say walk the plank? Look both ways before you walk the plank. Missed opportunity. Ain't no planks on set yes all right is that it that's, that's your mostly facts? it i have that was that was the movie the movie fun facts uh i was mostly mostly excited to know that there was a new blade movie in the works Marhersala uh, ali be, i think oh mcu yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. yeah is it like a reboot yeah is it MCU? mcu it's yeah it's <gasps> f- <gasps> no way <laughs> Yeah, apparently uh, Mahershala Ali won his uh, Oscar for uh, Best Supporting Actor and immediately called Kevin Feige and was like, I want to be Blade. And Whoa, he got the clout, man. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's great. Right. Yeah. What did he win his Oscar for? Uh, was it Moonlight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah Moon, but he was also in, uh, uh, he was Prowler from uh, Spider-Verse. Mahershala? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, oh. okay. Um, and he was also Cottonmouth in Luke Cage, which he is. Oh, he's so good. And can I, can I spoil that crush? season? Because it's old enough now. Like it's uh, yeah. Go, like, go, go ahead. Of this if, movie? No, no, no. Of Luke, Luke Cage. Cage. Oh, okay. Luke like, Cage was so good. Oh, okay. It was okay. But he's like the main I mean, villain for the first it. half of the season, and then they like switch it up. I don't know. He was he's so good. Okay. Oh. Yeah. No, that was. That there's was this. There's watching. a scene with him, and that it's just so. The staging of it, the music, everything is so fucking cool. Wow. So, Whoa. Anyway. Dante, you just got mood lighting. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about a uh, MCU blade because I have no idea what that's going to be like. Uh, amazing. amazing. Yeah. Because does that mean they're yeah. just they're introducing vampires into the MCU? Well, I mean, they had uh, the, the movie that got pushed back with, uh, was it Leto? Wasn't it? Um, oh, um, Mor- Mor- Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah. 
It's really funny you guys say that because I was just because we were doing Blade. I was like, whatever happened to that dear little Morpheus movie? That yeah, because the, the trailer came out and everything. And then uh, yeah. like like everything else, I guess oh. it got pushed back. Yeah, well, one, one day we'll get all of the movies again. Into but, the Heights is the only movie that I was excited about all year. And it got pushed back. And now I just want to curl up in a ball and cry every time I think about it. Lin-Manuel oh, Miranda musical. Yeah, it was his yeah. first musical, right? That yeah. he wrote. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were making the film version and John John Shu. John Chu. Shu, yeah. The guy, yeah. You know, one that uh, directed Crazy Rich Asians. He oh, was directing. Yeah, that looked it. really good. And it just looks great. Hmm. Did they get? Did they Darn. put a date on it, or is it just like? It says twenty twenty one now. Yeah, because it, it was it was supposed to be later this year because it was summer, and then they pushed it back to fall, and now it's twenty twenty one because of that damn <laughs> Rona. Corona. They're just that they're just writing Rona. off the whole year. We don't want any movies to come out in twenty twenty unless they. Well, Nolan finally movie. has a release date of August. What is that? Tenant? 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 Yeah, they finally put yeah. a release date on it for uh, this August, which I thought was... Yeah, I, yeah I read an article about that and, and Chris Nolan being like... I could see him being a purist ah, and being like, I will only release it in the theater, you know? Yeah. That's a exactly is what a it is. <laughs> very generous word. I was thinking of a different P word. It starts P-R-E-T-E. The whole thing is very... The whole thing is very optimistic because it's like, I mean, you're pushing back in the mm-hmm. hopes that at that point, you know, things will be back to normal, yeah. but it's like no way of knowing. Definitely. So we anyway, all are sitting here with our fingers crossed. So. <laughs> Thoughts. Thought Memories. Memory. Who has seen this movie? I, I have, have seen not. It. I have seen Me. it. Oh, you times. haven't either, Sam? Yay. No. We're virgins yeah. together. Fresh. <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> Pat, share your youthful stories of the Blade too. I loved the Blade, the Bladeums, the Bladeums <laughs> movies, the Bladeum films, the, the Bladeology, the Bladeology. Oh yeah, Bladeology. The Bladeology. The Bladeology is the study of the Bladeology. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. This is getting um, deep. There are in 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 the study of Bladeology, you will find <laughs> conflicting uh, ideologies. <laughs> of whether Blade Two or Blade One is better, um, but all, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? All respected theorists all can agree that Blade Trinity is not is the worst of the three. Mm. Um, but they do have heated debates over the merits of Blade Uno versus Blade Two, the Bladening. Um, it's the sharpening. <laughs> oh, the sharpening. sharpening. That's, that's so good. That's so good. Um, are, do you want me to do like my prediction now? Are we doing predictions? Yeah, yeah this is it. it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I predict it will be fun, a fun action romp. I will predict because O2, you are both uh Sam and Asher, correct? Lots of black clothing and gothic setting, but also yeah. like techno gothic. Yeah. Say. yeah. Like techno gothic. Um cool fights. Uh, because it's O2, I'm going to go on a little here and say there's going to be some CGI fightness that might look a little like rubber manny. Rubber man, we'll say, you know, like when people are like flipping and it's like like that, the first Harry Potter films, like there is no there is no weight to that figure. That mm. is not like, you know, what I'm talking about like yes. uh, the early the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man's had that problem, too, sometimes. Yeah. Or it was like when it, floaty. It's a it's mm-hmm. a common problem with old CG. 
like someone will do a flip and they go way too fat. You know what I'm saying? Like they just like, yeah, it mm-hmm. just doesn't look natural. Like a body. That's not gravity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but I think all in all, it's going to be good. I predict so many like tough guy quips, Ooh, like talking yeah. shit. Cause this is, I don't spoil it. So there's a lot we see, I'm trying not to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it for the action Sam, but in this movie we get, we're going to get a little peek inside the upper echelons of the vampire nation. Ooh. So there's like super high level bad. At, it's like the, uh, the escalation, right? Where it's like, we had this like high level vampire. We fought in the first one, Steven Dorf. Well, he is like a peon compared to these ones we're talking to now. And he was like the but, comp troller. Yeah. There's, <laughs> I pre- there's going to be so many, like, I don't know if it's full blown toxic masculinity, but just so many oh, tough no. guy, tough guy jibs and jabs, you know, verbal like sparring back. And Will forth, there be a better you know? line than skating, ice skating uphill, though? Because that's hard to beat. Um, yeah. Uh, the fact so, that I can't think of it off the top of my head, like, I feel like Wilson factor. has a lot of good quips. Oh, okay. The uh, the the one fact I didn't share is that Guillermo del Toro uh, was very upset at a lot at a, a lot of the dialogue in this movie because oh, no. he didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's going to be some real real winners of of uh, dialogue uh, to look out for. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I predict uh, net enjoyment. I say it all the time what the net's going to be. We need to make um, a shirt for you that says net yeah, enjoyment. Net, net positive experience. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> yeah. This movie will yield a net positive experience. <laughs> Case <laughs> Pat needs a net positive shirt. Yes. Case, make this happen. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think we're going to like it if, you know, come in. You all have seen the first Blade movie. So it's like that and then ramped up a little bit. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ash. Me? Oh, well, I haven't seen it, so I know nothing. But uh, when we watched Blade 1 on the podcast, like, man, I guess it must have been like over a year ago, two years ago. I don't know. But I absolutely loved it. I had never seen Blade before and was so into it. And I remember at the end of that episode being like, I just want to go watch Blade 2 now. And I didn't. So I'm A year excited. later. Yeah, finally, <laughs> I get to watch it. I want to be like, excited. did you know Blade was actually just six episodes ago? But No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no I, can, uh, I know that's not true. Yeah. Um, but I predict... Like you said, a lot of hot topic clothing for the time period. By the way, boys and girls, hot topic used to actually sell goth clothes, not geek clothes. It was a very different place, full of studs and leather. Wait, is that true? Leather, leather. Oh yeah, have you not have you not been to a hot topic lately? It is not gothic Mm -hmm. clothing anymore. It's all like Rick and Morty shit and. Yeah, oh, really. It's meme like shirts. Spencer's mm-hmm. minus the sex toys. Exactly. Anyway, are there still Spencer's? I, I haven't yeah, been. To Spencer's a mall is still. They're still around. Ten years. What's a I mall? was going to say, are yeah. there still malls? <laughs> 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 Maybe not after this anymore. I don't know. Um, but I also predict electronic music, more Crystal yes. Method. Hopefully, I'm hoping, and uh, I'm 
also really scared that there's going to be terrible CG like there was at the end of Blade 1. So I'm hoping that's not the case. But Pat hasn't really made me feel better about that. So that's my prediction. <laughs> February 24th, 2018 was when the uh, Your Guys' Blade episode oh. was uploaded. All right. 2018. Forever ago. Wow. Yeah. That was over um, a year ago. Damn. Mm-hmm. I am also that was a concerned. lifetime ago. Yeah, <laughs> right. You have no. I am idea. also concerned about the CG <laughs> that's going to be in this movie because Tippett Studios is not known for 3D, uh, or at least I don't think they were at this time. And it's three years after peak terrible CG, but also like The Matrix came out in nine ninety nine or was it two thousand one? I don't remember. Ninety nine mm. was the first one. I yeah. Believe. So, so they did a good thing, but. But they were the first people to do a good thing. And so 99 is still peak terrible CG. And then this was like just after after the hump. So it's going mean, to be looking it, better. It still got bad because the CG in the Matrix sequels was worse than like the first one. Oh, no. You think it's going to be worse? Oh, no. No, I, I don't think this is going to be. I'm saying in the Matrix, like saying it's like the I, go back and watch those fights like the, with all those Agent Smiths or whatever, whichever one that's in. Yeah, it's bad. Like they take a big step backwards. This is just a bunch of guys who kind of look like Agent Smith. Come on (laughs) now. (laughs) But uh, that's now I'm now I'm on on a whole sidetrack in my head. I was going to be like, I think it's going to be great, but with weird CG. But now I'm like, if how heavy did they lean into the CG? Because it might be like we leaned so hard on the CG. Because I feel like I have a pretty strong memory of this movie. It's been (laughs) a while. It's probably been like five or six years since I've seen it, but I still feel like I've probably more than that. It maybe has been better part of a decade. Adjust. I do feel like I feel like like I said, like there's going to be some fight where you'd be like, oh, right there, there you can see it. But I don't think there's going to be anything as blatant as like with the first one with like the floating blood, silver tornado, or or whatever. Like, yeah. (laughs) Okay, because yeah. Because you, you reminded me that people's faces open up in this one. <laughs> I remember that being decent. Yeah, oh, I, I don't remember, but I don't remember. I don't remember it being that bad. Because it's our boy. De, it's Del Toro, which is and it's like a kind of horror. So I feel like he's gonna. He yeah, that's put the work true. In on that. Yeah, I could see him doing prosthetics. All right, fingers crossed for prosthetics. But uh, man, yeah, I really want the blade one-liners. Uh, because Wesley Snipes is just a joy to watch be mean to people. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Adante. Yes. Also, tell us why you brought it to the table. Because this, oh, yeah, this is your pick. Oh, yeah, because this is your pick. Because I'm the youngest one here. So there's not a lot of movies that I've seen <laughs> that are... I mean, like, no disrespect or anything. I'm just like... <laughs> I was like just We're old as hell. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like I was looking, it was because I was looking at your uh, spreadsheet, and I was like, I haven't seen any of these. What are these movies? <laughs> um, and I just like I wanted to uh, do something from my childhood that I that I did have a vivid memory of, um, and so it was between. Uh, it, it ended up being between Blade and The Last Airbender until I found out you guys did that and that was only because I just wanted to spend an hour shit talking that movie but <laughs> um, um, no I, it, it was, it was going to be between Blade and uh, Spawn um, but oh. yeah I was like I, I was I was feeling more Blade and then uh, we said Blade 2 and I realized that in the trilogy 
Blade 2 is just a blank spot for me. I don't remember Very anything about this movie. Yeah. Well, it's starting to come back to me now with their faces opening up and uh, the green blood. But uh, yeah. I wonder it's if it's like the experience where you're like watching it and, and you're like remembering 10 seconds before it happens and you're like, oh yeah. That, yeah. yeah. Oh Dante, yeah. And then this happens. Yeah. yeah. Uh, five feet away from me in this box over here are the first, the original run, uh, first like 30 issues of Spawn. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. So I guess we'll have you back for Uh, Blade 3 and Spawn. For Blade 3 and Spawn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm down. I'm here. To be fair, also, Adante, this podcast was started because I hadn't seen a lot of movies. And our old (laughs) co-host was like, we need to fix that. So (laughs) feel better about not seeing most of those movies. It, it was like it, it was like it wasn't that I hadn't seen most. It was most of the ones I had seen. You guys had already did, so oh, I was like, yeah, oh, yeah. "All right, yeah." Know, so the like, ones that were left over, I was like, "I don't know what these are." That's probably but why that's they're fine. left over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Prediction wise, I I mean I, I think I'm in line with you guys as far as uh, worrying about the CG because the more I think about it, the less I actually remember uh, what parts were were cg I, I i have a pretty good feeling about about the face opening up i think that's going to be fine um I, I definitely see some some uh some masculinity battles because i specifically remember that ron perlman's character had an issue with blade from the beginning so that's like a running thing throughout the whole movie um so there's going to be a lot of uh uh measuring contests as yeah. it were uh, <laughs> I think fang, throughout the movie. Fang measuring contest. Fang measuring contest. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think uh I think like like you said, I think it's gonna be uh over net net enjoyment. I think net enjoyment is the way to go. It's catching on. Net, net positive. <laughs> catching uh, in the net. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna come on the next one and I'm gonna have the shirt. And I'm just yeah. not going to say anything about it. I'm just going to wait till someone says anything. <laughs> Maybe that'll be my first tattoo. It'll be a net and it'll be a bunch of little plus symbols. Like positive. Close yeah. your eyes. Nice. <laughs> net positive. <laughs> Same. All right. Um, do I think this will be like a cinematically great movie? Probably not. But what? will it be like this gorgeous little time capsule of what 2002 was like? Absolutely. And it will be a very uncomfortable but so enjoyable look into the past stupid little goth kid that I used to be. Oh, yeah, because your 2002 <laughs> and, was Blade. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm yeah. going to I mean, cringe me at seeing reflections of my past self and also just secretly kind of also love it. So <laughs> that's my prediction. All right. I was seven in 2002. Wow. Okay. Okay. Just, All right. Get just, off the okay. podcast. Yeah. You know what? All right, are you, it was nice are you, you guys. old enough you. to be up right now? <laughs> I had to turn 30 last year and it was traumatic and you are not helping right now. Oh, no. 30 is looking at me from around the corner is giving me the skeevy eyes and I don't like it. Oh, your it corner is much downhill. farther away than mine. Mine's in the rearview window. Suddenly you start to have back pain and knee pain. Like, yeah. what is happening? And on that high note, we're going to pause the recording and go watch Blade 2. Join us when we come back. 
Dante is a singer too. Do oh. it, Dante. What? Oh God! That's terrible. <laughs> Don't put him on the spot. That's like, that's like, it's like you're a comedian. Tell us a joke. I know. <laughs> Podcasting is unpaid. <laughs> I just oh. make acapella videos. That's all. They're I was just doing good. the. I haven't even listened to the song in so long. I, I might be off. That I too. was going to suggest that we just do that. Yeah. <laughs> because the say, fights in that were fucking nuts. Yeah. It's true. They were. They were. I think, I think that works. Mm-hmm. They, that The fights were. The best thing happening in this movie, I think. Agreed. They were <laughs> okay, good. Oh, are, we, are we going? We're yeah, going. It's going. It's on. Okay. Like Donkey Kong. But you should have done that. Blade instead of Mortal Kombat. To Blade. How do you say Blade with four syllables? Blade. Blade. Hey, there you go. This movie could have done something with it the way it, it's font that I hate yeah. that movies do and gotten away with it though is when they take the sequel number and put it up in like the ex- exponent oh. section, you know? Oh yeah. This play could have done the little two up and like exp- because it's like we're seeing like vampires squared in this, you know, like oh. it's like a, the vampire's vampire. So, yeah. I mean, that's a long fucking it's logic It's like the walk, man's man, but, but the vampire's vampire. Yeah, it's the closest <laughs> I've seen where a movie could maybe theoretically get away with that. Blade Is equals MSK squared. Isn't that your <laughs> pet peeve? I'm it saying is. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. saying I can see And you're see willing to make an exception for I could Blade see too? a very long, convoluted, very thin, logical ar- argument where if this movie had wanted to do it, they could have gotten away with yeah, it. Yeah, because we had vampire wow. vampires. Wow, we did. I see. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. Buffalo Buffalo. I would argue. I thought you were going to say Buffy Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> Which would also The apply. Vampire Hunter Hunter. <laughs> I feel like Cube 2, though, would have been the one that really could have gotten away with that. <laughs> oh, man. Cube, Cube squared. squared. Cube Squared. Oh, there's the third oh. one. But it was the but prequel. A cube is already squared. So what's a cube squared twice? Well, cube is cubed. Uh, I'm sorry, Dante. She's just glaring at me. (laughs) (laughs) The hate I felt in that glare. Uh, (laughs) Oh, boy. This is is a winning. Um, winning. So so those fight scenes. Let's fuck Blade, baby. Those fight scenes. So magical. Mm -hmm. Very good. Legit, that last fight scene was the birth of the the slow motion 3D spin around Mortal Kombat fatality scene. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, like when, Bla- um, when Blade were- gets punched and flies across the room and they just like. The, f- the fights were good and it wasn't as bad, but you could still tell it was the airborne stuff. And people are getting thrown across yeah. the room. Oh, yeah. When he was like jumping off of things. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it was most noticeable in the climactic fight. I noticed a little bit of it in the the, the ninja light fight, fight or yeah, the, in, the, in front of them. Well, when they were swinging ninjas, in, vampire when they were swinging guys. in, it was obvious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, 
they were when they were swinging they were, through the rafters. They I was were like, gumbies. those aren't real people. Yeah, yeah, those are. <laughs> yeah, they were made of rubber. There, that was um, like they just copied the uh, the Spider Man flip and just pasted it into Blade. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, I love in that scene. It's like your man shot first. It's like, yeah, you broke into our secret hideout dressed like assassins. Yeah, yeah right. So what did you What did you want me to do? Yeah, like, <laughs> do you want me to be like, hey, you want beer? Like, I, I like the oh. fact that he's like, you shot first. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah I'll put my weapon down. Like, <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, that's my job. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned, you, you mentioned the last fight. And as we were watching it, Maynard uh, tweeted, he he guessed, I did my I'm the spoiler alert for the end of the episode, but I always do a, I tweet a screenshot of Dante and see if people can guess the film were watching mm-hmm. and Maynard guessed it on Twitter and he said um at the time he saw this in theaters and at the time it was the best comic book adaptation Stanley even credits it with launching the era of comic book movies and I wow. feel like you can really see in the ending fight like where you can see roots of the MCU like happening, like the fight style and everything, totally. you know, the totally. shot selection and the variety of like, like, you know, there's times where he's CG and there's times where he's not. And it's the CG is not quite 100 percent there yet. But you can see them being like, oh, look at this crazy shit we can do if we replace him with CG for a couple of shots. And it's really interesting to see like the progression now. You know, you can see the roots of that filmmaking mm-hmm. totally. there. And well, I don't want to drag Maynard though, but I do believe he only <laughs> guessed Blade One. Mm. Oh, uh, did he really? But what that was fight the though was very the, the visceral. Oh, the blood cocaine. You're right. He oh. did. Uh, oh no, the the, the blow cane that I decided to call, and Brett go. just yeah. canceled me. He was like, "No, you're no, done. Be done with that." <laughs> um. But that final fight did feel very like visceral and real and raw with their like in the which Marvel did a really good job of of it making it feel like this is a fight taking place in the space that it's set mm-hmm. in with like things mm-hmm. breaking where a lot of times in movies like these, it's just there's a set piece and they're fighting, but they're not interacting, interacting with as it. much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where well, they're like busting. Like the end pill- of the yeah. the first one is like that, where you're like, I'm not believing any of this. Because it's all CG, you know. You don't believe Steven Dorff was a blood tornado in, in a temple? I don't. I don't. Actually, oh, that's that the reshot happen, version. That's not it? even the real yeah. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the real yeah, What did they do with the real one? He just is, like, super powerful. And he, like, cuts his head off, but his head reforms with, like, blood or something. I don't know. Cool. Something. This movie, I was curious, Brett. So I was looking at the trivia, too, after the fact while, while I was watching it. This one that we just watched of the three is the only of the th- Blade movies that they did not reshoot the climax. <laughs> the wow. original. They had to reshoot in one and three because they didn't like what they were seeing. Wait, that was the better ending in the first well, one? This one? That was the reshot y- ending? Yeah, you can find it online. Well, okay. so this one, I feel like most of the climax, they didn't shoot. It was It was CG. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there was, I feel like the final fight, I don't know, to me, I thought it looked like less CG than the other fights. Like the fight when he's fighting the suit people in front of the light wall, like, mm-hmm. like half oh, the that time, that's just yeah. CG. Yeah. 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 I, I think it was, a. Uh, I think the thing that they had going for them was that it, uh, 
even though the CG stood out, which it probably looked great at the time, um, <laughs> it was pretty seamless. So like, yeah. you know, he would get, he gets thrown into, uh, he CG him would get thrown into a wall and then he land, but then it'd be real him on his feet. Yeah. Yeah. They blended yeah. it real well. They did that a few times and he had like a jump attack that he did mm-hmm. where it's like CG in the air and then like real, real fists at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, backing up and let's, we can do like a little walkthrough here. Did anyone else not like the opening voiceover? Exposition? Yeah. It felt very cheesy. Yeah. Forget everything oh, you know. I, the, like, the vampires are real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like the thing is, like, if you're going to see this movie, like, you kind of know, you don't even have to know that much, but it's going to become apparent very quickly who Blade is. You know, you got to know there's vampires involved. And you could show, even if you're strapped for time, he could be, like, on the phone. You could have him, like, in his car on the phone with Scud at the beginning, like, oh, yeah, explaining. Whistler's in there. I know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. he's in, these guys know where Whistler is. Oh, man, he's dead. He's been dead. It's like, no, he's not. I know he's alive. He needs him. They know where he is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, boom, there you know. He's, he's going in to get the vampires and he's looking for Whistler. Done. It's like they didn't want you to, they didn't, they, it's like, if, if you see this movie, there's, this is the first one. There is no Blade One. Yeah. yeah, and we're we're gonna catch you up to speed on this one, so don't worry about the first, <laughs> even though yeah. two is in the title. Did you? Where did you guys watch it on? Because I watched it on Amazon Prime, and it has a it has like a like an actual title. It's a Blood oh. Hunt. Oh, it was, oh. it's a Blade Two. It's a Blade Two Blood Hunt. Yeah, because I watched it. I started what? watching it on Xfinity, um, and then it got forty minutes in. And then just stopped like, okay, that's the end of the movie. And I was like, but it's not. (laughs) So I had to call them and get a refund uh, because I was like, I couldn't finish the movie. So then I rented it on Amazon Prime. And yeah, it just it says Blade 2 colon Blood Hunt. And I was like, I've never heard this title in my life. No. No, Yeah, it just said Blade 2 for me. Mm. I watched it on the Apple TV. So the Apple streaming, I guess. Mm-hmm. I use this obscure new app called HBOMAX. Yep. HBOMAX? Is that Russian or something? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. You're supposed to keep going. I know. Yay, so, yeah. That's what always happens to me, Adante. I yes make a joke back and then Pat yes explains and. his joke to me. <laughs> Play 2 Blood Hunt is also on Google Play, but it's not. that's not the name of the movie. Weird. That's so weird. So weird. Maybe it's like a remastered version or something. I mean, isn't every blade a blood hunt? Like that's yes. such a you, nothing you title. Would think so yeah. Oh, but here's an article, and it, from it has nothing to do with the movie with blood hunt. Yeah. So I don't know. That's weird. That's it's, really weird. It's not on the IMDb. This is a real Berenstain Bears fucking scenario. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this movie had no subtitle. I will not believe it. <laughs> that. That Berenstain Berenstain Bear thing fucked me up because oh, I yeah. would have swore up and down. I would have bet my life on it yes like you could Me like too. blade to my neck like <laughs> spell like what is the proper name of these fucking bears and if you get it wrong you're you cut we cut your throat i'd be like oh it's berenstein of it's course like, mm-hmm. frankenstein adante's too young for this so he just oh, no, I, I know no i know about it the yeah. berenstein berenstein bears uh, <laughs> we're we're in the we're in the same boat. I was I, I uh, I'm very unsettled by it, so I don't like thinking about it. So, um, <laughs> I do. I mean, we all called it, but like, holy shit, the the tough guy quips, huh? 
Oh, how about so them tough guy quips? They were nice. pretty bad. Whistler, Whistler was was on it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a deep though. Like he, there was the. It was mostly good. I don't want to like rag at it, but like his immediate animosity to Scud was like, why he's been helping yeah. Blade rescue you? Like because, rescue you because he could smell the rat in him. He could smell. Oh, it. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I didn't I, remember a lot about this movie, but the second that Scud was on screen, I was my like, brain was oh, just yeah. like, childhood Brett had the same thought adult Brett is having right now. Scud a bad guy. <laughs> That's a bad guy. That's but he the loves the Powerpuff Girls. How I could know. a bad guy love the Powerpuff Girls? Funny story, right before we jumped on the podcast, Brett was reciting the entirety of the opening of Powerpuff Girls. Oh so I my was gosh. so excited. Sugar spice and everything nice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those so were excited. in fact the ingredients to create the perfect little girls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Powerpuff Girls, still to this day, creepiest villain. One of the creep- of all. Yeah, of Mojo all Jojo. Cinema. No, He's him, awesome. him, him, oh. him. Yeah, him. Scary. The deeply problematic. Yeah. Him. Yes. <laughs> Super also problematic. That. Yes. Yeah. What? I don't remember this. But okay. Him is the is the is the uh, gay lobster that wears a scarf, but yeah. he's yeah. designed to look like a uh, uh, demonic. Oh dear, Craig. Why? So that's like implanting things in, in childhood oh. brains of. Yeah. Um, did you just say dear Craig instead of just, dear God? It was his voice that creeped me out. No. The, <laughs> so the maker of Powerpuff oh, Girls is Craig, Craig McCracken. Oh, Craig and I is said, God. Oh dear God. <laughs> dear Craig. Like, Craig Bot oh dear. is God. No, no, no. Craig McCracken, the maker of Powerpuff Girls. Our Lord Craig Bot. Oh God. What have I, I done? Like, have we ever explained what that is on the. Listener, if you don't, Craig is the bot that we use as like a backup recording of our audio for the show. In case if we've ever mentioned gets, Craig, but he shows up I mean, in the chat window Craig. with I don't know if we've ever ro- said robot bear. Yeah. So and once we all little... die and the the world is over overrun by the zombie Craig apocalypse, Craig will continue on. Only Craig remains yeah. listening, yeah. waiting. Poor the Craig. humans are dead. I was right about the uh, the the, the mouth. mouth. The mouth. Yes, I was going to say. Yeah, they did yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, and they were like sometimes prosthetic and sometimes CG, but they were like great either way. Yeah, it was really impressive. I I liked that a lot. Yeah, the time yeah. when it was prosthetic w- was during the uh, autopsy scene, which I'm gonna which, be honest, didn't look like it could have blinded anyone. But I don't know. No, it wasn't the rave that did. Was no, it the, the, well, the, the trivia scene? said it was the autopsy scene. It was? Oh. The, you'd think it was one of those light grenades. Yeah, you would. Yeah. Or was it the first autopsy scene when they were going to try to inject that guy with stuff in the very, very mm. beginning? Because mm. that yeah. was pretty bright. I think, too, the um, the when the uh, the hammer guy was fighting uh, the, guy, the one in the kitchen, and he hit light him with hammer. the hammer and then light hammer, that was his name. And then oh. his his head popped up and it like it did it did something. I don't know, but I thought I felt like it was a prosthetic then too. Yeah. Did okay, you see so, the way that it like closed back in? It was yeah. so cool, but so yeah. creepy. That was, was very that good. Danny uh as the hammer light hammer guy. Uh fuck, what's his name? I'll tell you, I got it. Light hammer. <laughs> oh, Donnie Yen. 
No, oh, he was, he was snowman. snowman. No, he was a samurai yeah. guy. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. first off, what the fuck? They didn't give him any lines, like at no. all. He was fucking cool though. When but he's he fighting so the cool. one and he's like pointing at him, just like like yes. he was like, that was like, very, you motherfucker. Yeah, yes. like, yeah. I'm not, I'm not scared. Like, let's just do this. Like, yeah, that was very, very good. He was so cool and so underused. Donnie like is how, uh he it man, is that him? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Rogue, yeah, Rogue One. That's mm-hmm. right. He is one mm-hmm. with the Force. The Force is with him. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was yeah I, like, I, I felt his fight. His fight choreography. I felt it all through. Everything was so violent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but not you, like you violent. Said, it was just. I think he was. A, you said they mentioned he was a choreographer earlier. Right. Said, yeah. yeah. yeah he was the lead choreographer. Yeah, it's so good. He's the choreography is amazing. You no. Know, I like Wesley Snipes in this a lot. He's I like his he's I enjoyed everything he did. Wesley, he there's a lot to get like, apart. As many good lines though. No, like but he, he had moments that were maybe more visual. Like I mean, when he when he called the sunglasses. Oh, were you gonna say that? I'm sorry. No, I was no. I really like his. He's got such an endearing smile when they're at the club and Reinhardt oh, is like he was pointing his gun him. at him. And then he's like, oh, yeah. he's just got his arms crossed and his is under his arm. And he's like, oh, he's got you, too. And he looks over and he just has this big smile on his face like, yeah, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the uh, Wesley Snipes shit eating grin is the best. And the, mm-hmm. when he's when he's fucking being a jerk to Scud during the autopsy and sissy. He's like, oh, yeah, sissy. Sissy. <laughs> <laughs> And he had his moment kind of at the midway point with the rage, and he was like, You do not know who you're fucking with. Mm. Yeah. So, what, okay. Uh, well, before we get to the like plot hole things that you were talking about, Brett, because I'm curious what your like, what the fuck, that doesn't make any sense moment was. But also for me, that was the moment you chose to make the blood green out of all yeah. of not, like. Not when the dude's back is like peeled open and stuff, like, but that that was the moment that was too much for it to be read. But it just yeah. it felt like it if you if you hadn't told me about the blood thing, I, I think and I think when I originally watched it, I just assumed it was a oh, he's an old vampire, he's got fucking uh, blood, porcelain man. skin. So yeah, yeah, of course his uh blood is green. Why wouldn't it be? Well, there was a I don't remember, I feel like I hope, hope Bree doesn't hate me if it wasn't her that said this, but something about people born as vampires, their blood is a different color because they don't have any of the, was it the hemoglobin or whatever that, that the non-vampires. Oh. But the other chick said oh. she was born a vampire and her blood was red. Oh, uh, her blood was red. Yeah. yeah Cause we did see her bleed. That one. Yeah. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. Also the guy's blood turned from green to blue. Oh yeah. Cut. It like, did. Okay. They ran out <laughs> of the, the green. It's because the light hit it, right? The oxygen light, the hit light it, right? Because as it, we turns, all know, our blood's right. blue in our veins and it, it turns red when the oxygen hits it, right? So his is mm. the opposite. That is what they no. say. Was that the only one that had that myth like in grade school? No, I heard that. I heard that okay, too. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. Are they like, that's not your your blood's not red? And I was like, fuck you, yeah, it is. <laughs> so the uh the the vampire headquarters is also the headquarters of the slowest closing doors ever. Yes. <laughs> like, That's like a drawbridge <laughs> or something. The the drawbridge door, the elevator doors. I was like, all right. Yeah. I will say, so I just went to Prague in December and it was so cool to see this move because the whole thing takes place in Prague and like 
I've been to some of the places in this movie. Oh, nice. I was like, holy shit, I recognize that and I recognize this. And then in the vampire lair, in the background, like on the wall, they had like a version of the astronomical clock, which Prague, Prague is like famous for. It's like this old mm-hmm. clock that's super, super old that still works, which is nuts. But I thought it was like kind of neat, like the little set design touches that were Prague. But then like for some reason, people in Prague are speaking English when they don't. Most people speak. I mean, I was <laughs> not in Prague. Prague. No, not in I Prague. I went to Prague and most people spoke English that I interacted with. You were very what, lucky because uh, they language? speak very little. It's Czech. Czech. Oh, Czech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know how to still, I can order a beer in Czech. And, and can say, you? Because I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't learn any and thank of it. You. I tried. And say thank you. I can say one beer, please, and thank you, and that's it. I'll just hear it. I mean, that's all you need is uh, un pivo prosim, de qui. One beer, mm. please. Thank you. Maybe nice. maybe you were putting off the wrong vibe in Prague. Like when me and Sam went to France and she was like, I'm going to speak Fran- French. And then everybody was like sneering at her. And then I was just like, yo, I don't speak French. And everyone was like, oh, we can try this being English. That was Italian. Whatever. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> they were all wow. really nice to me and they all sneered at Sam and she was trying to, sp- to be all official with they, it. They were nice. Yeah, they were nice in like uh, the touristy area, but then we like went up into uh, Momart, and mm, then mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, and they were very Americans. We just be très stupide. Walmart. Your accent's actually pretty good there, Sam. That's not ah, bad. J'ai tout dit français uh, depuis 15 années, so four years cool. of French, and this is where I, I am. Right here. Nice. And all the French listeners are like, oh, you fucked that uh, sentence up. I like how yeah. they're all sneering at you. They're like, <laughs> Ash, remembers, <laughs> Ash remembers the beautiful heart art history, like stuff, architecture, Prague. I couldn't tell you one of those things. I could remember a bunch of bars, though. <laughs> <laughs> Prague is the home of Muka, my favorite artist. I want to go so bad. Oh, mm-hmm. anyway, Prague. But this movie <laughs> takes place there. Yeah, it does. Prague, the home Wait, of Prague how is- Rock. Speaking of, if this movie takes place there, how was his lair also there? I assumed that they traveled there, they but I, I was, because well, they were on a helicopter, but I was wondering how they, because like when they first came, they got on a helicopter and they went. And then like, I guess then what was the next day they were back? I don't know. Yeah, no, I think, far. I think Whistler was in Prague uh-huh. and they followed oh, him and, and they, that was on purpose because they there. wanted to lure him to Prague and he was after Whistler. Right. So if they moved him to Prague, it would eventually Blade would find him in Prague. But then they like go back to their like layer. Well, I guess times. they they had yeah. to have set him which is in Prague then. still. Yeah, no, no, they, no, they no. Set, if they were looking Blades. for him in Prague. Yeah, they oh, set you're one saying up. Blade set one of oh, they they set, okay. set up a layer. They like in Prague. Yeah. Get the oh, okay. that Blade is a little bit of a Batman type. Like he has. <laughs> All of this insane yeah. high tech gear, disposable income. Like, oh, okay. just a wall yeah, don't of for some reason. <laughs> yeah. You know, like don't ask how stuff gets paid for in movies. Yeah, he just like, has yeah. multiple layers. evil layers like that, and all these people. So, like, are all of those vampires? Do they have like, do they have like an HR and benefits <laughs> and no. salary? Well, I think about that with henchmen in movies. Right? Is like and. I would love to do a comic or a book or a show. It's like HR, Henchman Resources. And it's like, <laughs> yes. Have you ever seen Venture Brothers? Because Yes. I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. 
But I'd love to do a deeper dive on that. We were talking about that while they were sticking the cameras all around the nightclub. And it was like, that is not high enough for someone not to notice or like hit yes. their head on. When she puts it on the candle, no like one, opera or whatever. No one acknowledged that any of them, like they're all holding giant assault weapons. And I get it. It's like, I get it's the house of pain and people are like, yeah. doing like, like torture stuff to each other, but it's all like blade based. Right. It's like, but like. There's guys with these massive, massive like guns, assault weapons, and no one's no one questions an any until they start shooting, and then everyone starts running. Yeah. So, and what was your plot? What the fuck, Brett? Because you mentioned one in the beginning. It was less of a what the fuck because they went really out of their way to explain it uh, than I than I remembered it being. Uh, but there were several other more what the fuck ones. But it it was just honestly, it was just the fact that Whistler was back. Because it was like, yeah, they, they made a real big thing of that. Beat. I, I wrote that down. I do not like that because it cheapens it. It, it cheapens. Mm-hmm. There's no how does the, anymore. How does the first movie, movie end? Because I don't remember. You guys it was, it was that flashback scene. That well, they showed where, that flashback where he shoots yeah. himself. Oh, in the well, head he told him he he's, he's supposed to shoot mm-hmm. himself. Okay. Yeah. But in the first yeah. movie, it was like, he's definitely dead. Like, well, and there's, it's a, pl- it's kind of a, it's, it's, it's like, well, no, he's sort of, he, so what they say is like, oh, but he had already turned kind of. So the gun didn't kill him. It's like, yeah, but he shot himself with a gun specifically designed to kill vampires. Yes. And so, we're assuming in the in the head it would be my assumption. Um, and then my question about the he vampire. was cured. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Well, well they, okay. So the first at the end of the first blade, they did. Yeah, they did create a cure at the end of the first blade movie. Okay. Oh, Okay. And yeah. he was like to the because his uh it was basically Whistler Blade and uh, a doctor and she was helping them, and you know uh she was a the love hematologist. interest that also dies again. Um, yeah. She doesn't die, and basically <laughs> oh. she has a cure. She creates a cure at the end, but he's like, keep it, just make me a stronger serum because I have work to do. Mm. And that's yeah. how Blade One ends. So, like, my question: I've is, seen it a time or two. The the vampires. They have uh-huh. guns, but they are, they have regular bullets in the guns because I don't know why. Because they're is, killing humans. Okay, but like no, they were humans. Do you talking about the guards? Just all of the all of the vampires in this movie had guns. And you assume they would have vampire killing bullets because most of the people they interact with are vampires. Exactly. Are you referring to the bi- the beginning when he has the guy with the red scarf and he gets shot. Oh by the yeah. Vampires, oh, his buddies, right. and he's like, it's not it's silver, not but it still hurts. He's like, yeah. I thought that too because it's like, why don't they have vampire killing bullets? Is there no vampire it, crime? It makes so much like, no. It there's makes no vampire sense, on vampire crime. They don't need to protect themselves <laughs> from other vampires because they're never like had... all a cohort. They just need to protect themselves from them pesky humans that come in. There's never been like a vampire who was just like going around like robbing other vampires of their mm-hmm. of their vampire goods, like. <laughs> such as what 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 does vampire goods consist of <laughs> i imagine that they've Blood, got really nice toothbrushes <laughs> that's i mean I number mean, one there is the point where he talks about like we'll we're, we'll go out in the daylight and they're like we can't do that you know that kills us too like they they seemed very like anti having anything to do with daylight so i even but though I guess it could the main be villain in the first movie was totally fine going out in the daylight because he put on like suntan lotion, like they're ignoring <laughs> all of this, uh, everything about the first oh, movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, he makes the suntan lotion joke. Well, like in in, in if clothing does the trick, vampires can go out in daytime all the time, just throw on like like they do in the first movie, throw on motorcycle helmets and then be completely yeah. covered. 
But then in this um, movie, Ron Perlman Ron Hart, puts yeah, he put his club, hand on the thing and was burning. Yeah, with a glove on. I want to see him. the tropical vampires walking around in like the big Panama hats. <laughs> this is uh, this is the genre I need. Vampires on the beach. I was I was confused a little bit about uh, uh, what was the. Well, there was something confusing in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was the uh, what was the villain's name? I can't remember. Damaskinos um, or Nosferatu is what no, I would Nosferatu. call. <laughs> Literally Nomad? another type Nomad. of blade. Yeah. Damascus. Um, no, oh, yeah. <laughs> Nomax. Uh, Nomax. Like whole. What was his purpose? What was he trying to do? Uh, yeah, I don't think like, it was like I mean, he wanted get, revenge, so then he got revenge, and then why are they fighting? I don't understand. Well, because Blade's trying to kill him, basically. But oh. like at the at the very beginning, he was like, "Is the enemy of my enemy my enemy or my friend?" And I was like, "Yeah, why aren't you? Why isn't Blade working with this guy?" Like this guy's well, just trying to kill vampires. Yeah. But I guess yeah. I guess it was because like like uh, like like uh, Mr. Porcelain was saying, um, <laughs> uh, he was saying that after you know after the after he gets all the vampires and he'll start coming after humans. So that's what I assumed that you know was Blade's reasoning for for wanting to defeat him. But but so does the know. vampires. So it's their like- alliances like shifted halfway through the movie, and then they were like kind of on the same side because. But, and how did how did he find out where the uh, where the vampire den was or the the, the headquarters? Uh, I question. think there was a thing in the first movie where Blade ha- they were tracking Blade because he's got some sort of chip. They did not reference it, but he did have that in his body. In yeah, because the, the, the lawyer guy was like, he's like, oh, he doesn't know where it is, and then Blade the was ring, like, maybe? yes, he does. I don't know. But ring. he but he had the ring. He gave the ring to uh mm. to Whistler. Yeah, which was in true. who was in the. Who was in the building? And what was Whistler Did doing he... the whole time during that final fight? What was he doing? That's a good question. <laughs> Wasn't he getting beat up? Shooting vampire embryos? Yeah, that's yeah, it. God. Shooting vampire embryos. <laughs> it took him like 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Uh, I kind of want to watch this movie again with commentary. Because uh, I, I was scrolling through this trivia. And this this one, Brett, was funny. Uh, Guillermo doesn't have many good things to say about screenwriter David S. Goyer. Oh. It's some groan-inducing dialogue. <laughs> I mean, it was not great dialogue. It was, it was very exposition-y. Yeah. You can see, it's interesting because like this doesn't feel like a Guillermo del Toro movie. Really? But you can see his influence in like some of the set design. Oh, yeah. Like, like it, I mean, slightly, but it's like not, you know, like it's not like full blown. You can see that he was like restrained. Like, yeah, like, like he wasn't allowed to. And Hellboy, it's kind of like, and knowing that Mike Mignola was one of the uh, art people on this, it was, it kind of felt like a lot of Mike Mignola design. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. Because the, the, the full body skin suits and like everybody's, you know, uh, uh, that was like exactly the Hellboy vibe for for the first half of the mo- movie. Oh yeah, and like the everybody had the 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 goggles that like opened and closed yes. with the irises. Yes, just like this is this is someone's very specific look. Definitely, yeah. It's an aesthetic. <laughs> um, 
Were they trying to say in this movie that light can't pass through water? Because she like at one point, yeah, she just dumped, she jumped on the water to avoid the grenade. I mean, she got burned, guys, but in like a well, I mean, but how do those how do those even work? So I I guess he said phosphorus, so it's like it turning light into a. Yes. It's going around corners and stuff. Oh, that's so yeah. Awesome. It was like it was in one central location, and it just like snaked its way through the entire. Uh, that's the confusing system. bit. The the water thing actually, uh, less than a foot of water will block all like almost a hundred percent of UV rays. So oh, being underwater okay. is actually the way to well, avoid the light bomb. You showed us science, but like, <laughs> that's what I said like, during the movie. <laughs> but I've been to Hawaii, and I can see the bottom of the ocean. And the light is reaching the but bottom. UV, but the, the dangerous light. They're oh, allergic so to the UV rays, not light. Otherwise, they'd have to be in complete darkness. They couldn't have like a light bulb. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that does make sense. But the part but that doesn't make the sense. The light going thing. around the corners. <laughs> yeah. is the light going around. I thought you were yeah. It was like a regular fish. explosion. But oh, the fish. <laughs> except that's not how it works. Yeah. What the, fish? The part that doesn't make any sense to me is when he like threw the light bomb and was counting down and all of the vampires were underwater. And then I was like They decided to jump up? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're yeah. just wait. He what? said because he said oh. he would lure them to him and he put a sword under the water. Yeah, yeah. But is that, that how he lured any them? Sense. Why did they just bite his legs? Because his legs like, were also under the water. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Or, I don't know. Like, was it a was it a movement thing? Because the the other two got really far into the water before they jumped up. I mean, that just felt like that's true. So the look timing, of that but... scene reminded me, and I and I just have a gut feeling this is exactly what they were thinking. Is uh, if you've ever been on a boat at night to see the flying fish, and you if you shine a light into the water, that makes them jump out of the water. But and not the way fish. they jumped, but I know they're not fish, but the way they jumped out of the water when the light, sh- it was, th- it, that's how it looks. They Let's be clear though, fish. fish vampires would be like the scariest shit ever. Oh yeah. Ugh. Those are piranha, right? Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, yeah. That's true. <laughs> if you also, get a piranha like, bite, you just turn into a half piranha. He didn't need to like, I mean, it was very cool, the sword thing, but like, oh, didn't cutting he them. Yeah, they were already burning that? up. Yeah. yeah. You don't, the sword is the coolest. I want to talk, a really cool thing he did is when he was fucking with Reinhardt and doing his like knife flip and slapping him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you miss that? Let me do it again. Yeah. yeah. That was very cool. <laughs> see, another, another crazy plot hole. What? This one is not really a plot hole, just more of a, I think maybe they're all dumb. Uh, why did they even go into the sewers with guns? Why Why don't they, why didn't they just take flashlights? Mm-hmm. Like, like, why bother? Why not just have Yeah, giant, at this point, like, they already know that the guns don't work. Gun well, side, I mean, because like, weren't they saying, they were saying to use the bullets to push them back and then use the grenades to kill them? I guess, mm-hmm. but they could have just had flashlights. They but didn't have. the guns yeah. have right. like a light on it? Like a very small one. But, but yeah. imagine, yeah, imagine like an M16 and the whole barrel, or like it's just like it's just as a, big as a, a softball. It's a big light that's pointed directly ahead of you, and you just keep it in front of you. So mm-hmm. everyone's you know. And, and again, but, how about you dress all in clothing, like completely cover themselves head to toe in body armor? How come they weren't wearing the body armor suits that the guards at like the vampire headquarters were wearing? They're going into the know. sewers, and you get the, the light hammer dude with his harness and nothing but else i thought i thought they i thought they said in a really throwaway fashion that the guards were human 
that they were familiars. Oh, they did, but uh, still, why didn't why wouldn't Norman Reedus said that they did? But why wouldn't they still just cover up? Like if like yeah, the I mean, plan they was put on some bomb. special body armor. It was it was special. I don't know what was special <laughs> well, about it. They why didn't not say bring anything. those ninja suits back from when they first <laughs> hooked up with like Matt Blade. Bring well, them back. This is why they wanted to erase the first movie because in the first movie they also made giant flashlight torches that they mm. carried. Around I thought I remember that. Oh, I, the big yeah. the big giant. They just had like a car battery with a yeah. UV light on the front. Yeah. Mm. Just have that, that thing. <laughs> That's all they needed. Shine it down the tunnel. You have someone in front of you shining it down the tunnel, someone behind you shining it down the tunnel. It's like, yeah, they can't do shit now. This was a, the, the... a cell phone problem, but with Blade, like, oh, man, yeah. we can't do any yeah. of this because we solved it all in the first movie. <laughs> Shoot. Well, that's why at the end of this well, maybe movie, I was like, remember. yeah, I was like, how could there be a third? Because, like, he killed the vampires and he killed the weird face vampire. Do you want to know, Ash? Do you want to know? You know, I don't know if I do. We're going to find out. There's always underground I can just say one word. Okay. Can I tell her who the villain is? Is it a spoiler? Well, if it's... I mean, you find out real fast, but... Okay. Tell her. And tell me. Starts with a D. Most Uh famous vampire of all time. Dracula. Dracula? (laughs) What? Wow. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't remember that at all, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. But they call him Drake. Oh, no. Now I gotta see who played him. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) So I think we need Uh, to uh, address the elephant in the room here. Uh-huh. Which is that this movie stole an awful lot from True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird though is like it has Norman Reedus, and then he he kills the guy in the like jerk off room, just like Boondock Saints. And I was like, this is weird. This feels weird. <laughs> anyway, yeah. keep going. Oh, with yeah. This was a year late. No, this was a couple years. Wait, no, it was only one year later, right? Uh, yeah. No, Boondock Saints was in the nineties. 1999 was Boondock Saints. Oh, I'm thinking when it was like the DVD release was like in the 2000s or something. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. But tell us more about how it stole from True Blood. (laughs) No, I mean, uh, all jokes aside, you can definitely see how this movie influenced like future vampire movies and vampire content. Um, Yeah. Because it made them really edgy and like sexy and like kind of like ultraviolet i haven't seen ultraviolet don't 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 Mm -hmm. it's really bad movie Mm -hmm. it's so bad (laughs) is that the one where she can change her hair color Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe she has a square sword with like no yeah on it and she had the uh it was her bracelet is also a credit card is that is that what (laughs) i'm thinking of Mm, Um, you remember (laughs) way more about this movie than i do i just remember because i always confuse it with aeon flux for some reason oh Oh, they're very I remember similar. asking people if they're damaged instead of like, are you hurt? She's like, are you damaged? damaged. Are you damaged? But, but I thought they very similar physically. flavors. I don't know. <laughs> Those two are very similar vibes. I thought, I thought so. I feel like I want to say they came out around the same time because I just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's like a bunch of deleted scenes on this too, where they really, I guess I've seen, I've seen them. I think I used to own the DVD at one point. Um, it's long gone. But they uh they like play up the romance between uh Blade and Nissa. It was not there. God, I hated that part. Yeah, I was it, gonna it say it felt really forced. I was like, 
he's just like, I want to see the sun. Well, even before that, when he just like fed her blood, I was like, but why? Well, yeah. I mean, even the basis of their whole thing where she's like, I've come to peace with what I am. And it's like, that's literally the whole point of Blade's existence is because the coming to peace with, with being a murderer. Like, that's not great. You can be a vampire and never kill anybody. Yeah. Like, you can get blood from people, like, blood banks. Like, you can get blood and not murder. I mean, yeah, you could probably feed, you could probably feed on a human and then not actually kill them, maybe. In, in some, uh, but media. wouldn't you turn them then? I don't uh, remember it how this on works. Which vampire uh, can and you follow? They put, yeah. they put Blade <laughs> right. in that people juicer in the first movie and it didn't kill him. It was just taking his blood. I re- they did everything in the first movie. Is the the worst. I forgot I about that. They tried to steal know. his blood. They tried to steal yeah, his blood in the first movie up too. Juiced him, Juicero. Oh. They just squeezed the juice out of him. Oh yeah, because they tried to oh, ru- uh, ritualize him. I'm so uncomfortable right now. They don't try <laughs> to steal his blood in the third. movie. You don't like people juicer? It's it's the new hot trend. <laughs> oh my god, no! I didn't believe that that was a pool of blood he jumped into. The viscosity was all wrong. Yeah, I know. So all I thought about looking at though is how many people would it take to fill that thing up? Oh yeah. Well, I kept thinking about when uh, he gets out and he like opens his eyes and it's like running down his face. And I was like, that must have fucking hurt. Whatever dies in that shit is like in yeah. your eyes. <laughs> Kool-Aid. Uh, it's Kool-Aid. Blood. It's Kool-Aid. They'll always drink blood. Yeah. But yes, totally agree that the love story felt tropey and forced i was just there really, like well in the final cut we see like there really isn't there's like there is a love story and then yeah, and yeah. at the end like a little tender moment but i guess there is there was like versions where it was a little more explicit mm. Mm. and people i mean like, i think nah. it works fine i don't think it would be necessary for it which i mean i guess that's why they mm-hmm. cut it out but yeah i didn't i, didn't, I wasn't like oh i want them to get together i didn't it, even feel any chemistry you know been cool a l- take a little deeper dive down that and have maybe some more conversation with them between the two of them about like just kind of an ideological split where she's like, I'm not a monster that was born that like, this is who I am type deal. Right. And like, you look at this all like we're these fucking abomination monsters, but like, so what am I supposed to do? Just like die. I was born and not have a life. You know, I could like, you can go down yeah. that route and have that. And they could have mm-hmm. like come to like a, platonic affection and respect for each other which would have made more sense for him yeah. being like caring of her he just he just like jumps to like caring about her too fast like when they're in the sewer and he's Nessa. like he's like oh no Nessa but he doesn't yeah he doesn't mention the other guy that's with her he doesn't give a fuck about yeah, that guy but, apparently well, that guy's I mean, not just hot. in general kind of fuck that guy <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's the uh it's the only female in the universe scenario yes. mm-hmm. like <laughs> uh because it doesn't pass the Bechdel test is that it's what like, we're saying this, here this is my only chance <laughs> females oh only yeah she was the only them. female in that movie no, wasn't there's, she well no, there's the other one the red hair <laughs> the redhead who was with light oh, hammer <laughs> but again she has like she has like three lines yeah again though like her nothing. whole existence is that like she's super into her dude yeah. Right, like it's mm-hmm. all it's all her like screen time is revolving around him. Yeah, and like Though it was pretty badass that she was like, him. "I will kill you and go down with you." That was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, was that the intention though? Because she just looked scared. 
Oh, uh, yeah. she was just trying to get out. I think she was just freaked out. And then it was like, up oh, sunlight. And then I'm dead. And then he's dead. And that's it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, of course, they made the only one of these assassins that trained for years to fight Blade. The only one that got afraid of anything was the woman. Yeah. Like, great job. Shocking. Great job. You know us women in our No, it's here. because it's because it was the the man that she loved, not because she was just afraid. She was afraid of him. And mm. that's what they're going with. Right. Yeah. That's our story. <laughs> Final thoughts? You sure? I'm going to be the negative Nancy. I didn't like this movie very much to be honest. <laughs> uh I feel like okay, First off, one of the things I really love about Blade 1 is I like seeing him kick ass by himself. And yeah. like I wasn't really into him having this like crew running with him. Like one thing that I like about like you likened him to Batman earlier, Pat. Like I I can see that like similarity and it's like you don't want to see Pat Batman running around with like a bunch of other people. Like you like seeing Batman stalking by himself and like hunting and Stuff like that. And so it just kind of, I don't know, I wasn't digging that vibe. And then the plot just felt like really tropey and kind of almost too simple where it was like, oh, we just need to get this guy. And now we're going to backstab you like you said that we would. And, you know, it's (laughs) like, okay, there's like was no depth to this plot. Uh, And I just felt like it was missing like the cool scenes that you got in the first one. And I also felt like it was like, I was kind of disappointed by the soundtrack. It seemed like they pulled back on the techno and they kind of did, you know, like they didn't use like as many like recognizable techno songs. And instead they were like, score something that sounds like electronic music, but isn't an actual like, you know, crystal method song. (laughs) We'll just use that. They didn't give any of the songs room. So like in the first yes. one, they very much had a scene where like the dialogue dropped out and the song got brought to the top of the mix and it like mm-hmm. drove the scene. And I was kind of missing that from this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Sam actually so, commented a couple of times. The song that played in the credits also played for their, their slow-mo walk into the club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was, I don't know. I just, nah, I felt I was, like. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> I believe you. I, yeah. <laughs> None of it stood and, out. None of it, yeah, none of it was like, oh, man, that song's awesome and I'm so excited that it, like, just kicked in or whatever. Um, it just felt very basic, all the same. Uh, did they play Sandstorm in the first movie or something? <laughs> uh, no, but they did play Crystal Method song. I can't remember which it was. There were there were a few tracks where it's just like, wait, yeah. is that from this? Well, it's like the, I don't know if it's called the Blood Rave, or if it, but it's like the... Whatever the song in the Blood Rave is pretty awesome. That was the Crystal Method song. I'm pretty sure. But it's like the, yeah, like the, the, the music in Blade One is legitimate, like electronic techno music of the era Mm -hmm. versus this was just like, we'll just, you know, compose stuff instead of using real songs. This was post, post Matrix electronic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I think it was Crystal Method, it, wasn't it Crystal Method? It felt more like rap with some electronic beats in the background than like really electronic, <clears throat> which I was fine with. But then like a lot of the songs, they added like a grunge guitar to it, which just didn't mm. fit in my mind. 
I've been corrected. It was Voodoo and Serrano. Is that it? Okay. Voodoo yeah. and Serrano, blood is pumping. Sorry. The the electronic expert in the room next to me is correcting <laughs> me. Oh, yes. Hi, Bryce. <laughs> I love that Ash has her own uh her own personal uh booth, you know, like for recording like producer booth. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. when you listen to a podcast and someone's like hey can you, they're like, can you check on that we're gonna keep the conversation going and you just you got your own one man your own yes i'm being told personal. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this just in wait yeah, like is, they bryce, had a, is bryce what? sitting there off screen yes. the whole time for all of our recording no no now i know he is because you just talked to him i'm saying like what if it was like every single time all the time oh not all there. the time no yeah. No, just he's like usually cooking he's just dinner. there with his with his computer ready to do the research yeah he's ready <laughs> yeah like new order was one of the songs credence clearwater revival in the original soundtrack like they had some good shit man but that's not techno that's like old fogey rock but like i mean i'm just saying like junkie xl like they had some good music in the original and like they dropped the ball with this one junkie xl was around in the 90s that's crazy yeah, man. They're old school. I got introduced to Junkie XL for uh, the Batman v Superman score. Oh. Yeah, I haven't listened to them in a long time. I gotta listen to them it's again. the best part anyway. of that movie. <laughs> yeah, I've heard there's not much much good going on in that's that the, one. That's the only redeemable thing of that, about that movie is the score. <laughs> um, so that's my two cents. I I, I feel like the it was lacking a lot of the charm of the first one but i will say that the action sequences were phenomenal so there you go all right sam other newbie other newbie um i enjoyed it it felt slower than the first one and a little harder to follow plot wise because it was very um dialogue driven so Mm -hmm. other than not a lot actually happened yeah, it was like a lot of running around and shooting guns. And then you're like, oh, a fight scene. And then you're just like, oh, now we're back to talking. Okay. Um, I wish, like I said, while you were talking about like them giving time for the score to kind of carry the weight. I really missed that because I really liked that in the first one. Um, I agree with Ash about like seeing Blade fight on his own. Um I liked it, but not as much as the first one. So I think I'm with Pat of the net positive. Not a great movie, but still enjoyable. Um, I yeah, I think overall, I I enjoyed it. Like you guys said, the uh, the fight scenes were pretty cool. I think overall, as a movie for me, it held up just in general, just like the look of it, and like uh, so there were some weird transitions, uh. But other than that, um, just like the way it was cut together in the movie as a whole, I think it held up better than a lot of movies from the early 2000s. Um, It's so weird that I've, I don't know if I've conditioned myself or just been conditioned to like look for people of color in movies, even though the lead is a person of color. But like, I think I counted three black people total. And it's just like, man, mm. that's really how it was in the early 2000s. 
Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, yeah. That was when I was looking up the, the trivia for this. I, I noticed that too, because I was like, I think the first Blade had way more people of color than this one. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh it was Blade, it was the ninja guy, and then I, I spotted like one other guy like in the club scene and and then that was uh that was it. Wow. But, um To be yeah. fair, Prague is awfully white though, but but I I, 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 do, I didn't I know do that it was in Prague you. until you said that. Um yeah I, uh, yeah, I had no idea where, where the movie was set. But yeah, I think But that uh, doesn't mean they couldn't cast vampires. That doesn't mean they could have cast well, yeah. Yeah, they had this yeah. like international vampire team. With, yeah, exactly. That's but, not so international. And the only yeah. like the only person of color on the team wasn't it just Danny Donnie. Donnie Yen. Yeah, Donnie Yen. Yeah. Yeah. Who had no lines. Well, who, who did not speak at all in this entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. He said he was too busy choreographing the fight scenes to learn lines. <laughs> I enjoyed it overall. The flaws are all there. I still, I just, I like the blade movies Um, in general though. I still think they're fun. Even the third one is, I still, I still does. It doesn't bore me or upset me, but there's many, 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 many flaws with it. Same with this one. There's lots of the stuff we talked about. I feel like the plot could have been there. It was just, it was like so much happened and not enough happened, but nothing happened also at the same time. It would have been interesting um, to see Del Toro write it instead of this other guy, you know? Like, I, I, the underlying through line could be interesting where it's like the Vampire Nation has been experimenting with their genome sequence to try and, like, improve themselves and try and maybe get, like, to where Blade's at. Like, get be able to walk in daylight and lose all their weaknesses and stuff. And then they did it on... And it was really weird. So he, he was his son, but... It, it didn't act like they really knew each other. No Mac in this. Yeah. I thought he created him, but he considered him a son. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, like I he's like a clone. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, he's one. He said when he was, um when he was taking yeah. embryo, he was like, he was the first failure, but then in time. he So he's him. more like, a, he called him a son, but he's more like a clone. Technically speaking. Yeah. Um, I feel like the underlying concept could have done well where it, Ash, I see your point of like Blade versus like a bunch of vampires is is cooler and better, and you still have that. But if they'd done, if they weren't, I think it would have been more interesting if it wasn't so. Ugh, we hate each other. Like yeah, the whole totally. fucking time, it was just never ending. The fucking like mm-hmm. shitty comments people would say to each other, and they weren't even that cool. Like these, this yeah. crew, you know, so, like some of them. But were imagine, cool, but- I mean, I could see it have been better. Whereas, like, we have a pro, we have a mutual problem. We have this thing. It's like a it's like a virus, but it's also like uncontrollable. It keeps spreading and infecting people. And like they could go to a remote. The guys may be consolidating power. Nomak in like a remote village somewhere. So you have a little journey, and they have to go somewhere together. And like an entire village or something has been converted into these things, and they have to they do have to work together legitimately. This isn't another pass. And then like I mean, <laughs> Bresco yell at me, but like this is what I got to do. This is what this is way my brain works. So like. And then you can still have a third act where they betray him, of course, right at the end and stuff. Yeah. But like the underlying concept could work and been really good. It just felt like they were just trying to 
it almost felt like they were do- they were working backwards from set pieces and it was like the house of pain like the torture rave place mm-hmm. that didn't that didn't do anything for the plot it, no. it guaranteed that just seemed like it was an idea somebody had and it's like i feel like oh, they were like the they rave in the first a club one. where they like cut each other and like <laughs> yeah they're like, like they're let's just one like, up yeah. the rave in the first one making yeah. out with right? razor blades yeah. yeah 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 so oh so goth and edgy and it's like they just forced it in there, but it added nothing to the actual plot and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, because what did they really? I mean, they went in there looking, they went in there not knowing that that's where they were going to be, first of all, because he was just like, we're yeah. going to start with all of the places. And she was like, House of Pain. And it's like, oh, that just happens to be the one that they're at. And then, yeah, yeah they, and they then went they in never there, went I guess. To other ones, yeah. And they never went to the other ones. They went in there and they realized uh, that they can only kill these things with, with uh, UV light. Um, and two of them got killed or one of them was turned and the other one was killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think you're right too, that like a set, like a change of location because even like the, the rave from the vampire, uh, uh, like master layer to the tunnels, they all looked the same. Mm-hmm. They all mm-hmm. felt like the same place. And- and it would have made more sense where they come up with the light grenades because it, it was almost like kind of scrappy and they're being resourceful and it's Whistler and Scud where to come with light grenades. But they didn't need to be scrappy and resourceful because they literally have this vampire nation. They're in their backyard with this organization that is what in the trillions of dollars of resources, probably it looks like <laughs> like maybe one of the large. So it's like instead of our garage trying to jerry rig together some light grenades, how about we call what might be the largest, you know, conglomeration in the, in the entire world and be like, Hey, let's get some gear that focuses on the light shit. They you look know? super, but, but, uh, but if they had to get out of there and like hunt them down and they were in like a more remote location, they're like, fuck light kills them. What do we got? Okay. Well, we got these things. What can we do with them? We can make little grenades out of them. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They looked really high tech for something that they just threw together in their garage. This and then true. he's like yeah. out in the yeah. he's out in the in the in the in the scrapyard looking for phosphorus tubes. I'm like, why do you you just got phosphorus tubes laying but, around? Yeah, that doesn't feel like a thing. Yeah, but also as the thing we were talking about, the thing from the first movie, there's that like basic ass light with the car battery uh we're talking about. Like that would have been a more effective weapon than anything they came up with against these things. Well, it's yeah. it's the so I, the questions they didn't want to ask. Is Blade a secret billionaire? Probably, uh, you know, <laughs> if if the vampire consortium is th- as powerful as they seem to be, why did they need Blade to hunt down one person? Yeah. Would you guys buy a Blade branded set of kitchen knives? Oh, heck yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. Blades, Blades. But only blades, if it's blades, blades. only if it's skewers that go on the tips of my fingers like those bad guys had. Yeah, I was like, there's no way the needle fingers is an effective medical tool. (laughs) I was like, what is the... (laughs) What are you going to do with those? Yeah. Oh, man. (laughs) But I thought they... I thought they... um, They wanted to... So... Worthy, they were so they were trying to get him to hunt down Namek as well as uh stab him in the back, or was stabbing him in the back kind of always the oh, right? Yeah, they oh, I'm sure they were always planning to because they wanted to capture him, use him him to get Nomak because that's a loose end they have to tie up, and then of course, 
you have blade in the palm of your hand, right? Like enemy number one, kill him. Oh, so it's a two for one kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Two birds, one finger needle. One blade. You you one had blade. the oh. opportunity and again. You had the I'm opportunity just, and you blew it. Okay. <laughs> oh man. I'm be- I'm be- I feel bad for this dead horse I'm beating, but again, I didn't feel like he had enough incentive to join them. Where it's Agreed. like eventually no, they're going to run no. into vampires, and I feel like Bla- so I feel like Blade, <laughs> true uh-huh. character Blade would be like, "I'll fucking deal with it then." Then good, like good luck. I'll fucking deal with it when yeah. it becomes my problem. That's y- what I'm saying. Is like, like, why would he join them? And if not they the were other descending guy? on like towns and like eat, you know killing a bunch of people too, right? Right. Yeah. Discriminately, then he might be incentivized to be like, "Look at this village See- that he completely decimated." And everyone either dead or not turned into one of these. Oh, he's moving towards this other one. But do you guys I think, think the Czech Republic is the... just villages? Because like, it's no, not. but there, there's <laughs> small towns. No, there's huge cities. No, there's small towns everywhere though. Like every country has <laughs> big a, cities. And that's small a towns. rewrite. As I think that's a bridge too far for Blade though, because Blade does not exist in the same world as Thirty Days a Night. Mm. You know, like there, there's no towns under vampire siege in the world of Blade. But there would be. Yeah, all the vampires underground. Yeah, they're like on a mountaintop. Even if it was like, even (laughs) if it was. (laughs) Even if it was at the point where he like, where we saw Namek attack the guy in the alley. And then at that point, he had already had dozens. Because like, they, yeah, they showed, they showed Blade. They were like, yeah, here's him at the blood bank. And he's like attacking this people. And it's like, there's only one of him at that point. He hasn't like amassed an army or anything. And then uh, he still wants to help them. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because plot, still that's it. why I still enjoyed it. Was it net positive for you, Brett? I think this, it, it, honestly, it's net positive for me for sure. Uh, the, it had an, an aesthetic. I think that's the thing is the blade movies are in a large part about the aesthetic and the, like that every set looking the same was kind of like the mood of the time. And this, I was like, you know what this reminded me of is, um, a much worse movie underworld. Uh, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, and, and, and a few other of those type of movies where it's just like everything. Uh, it's it. The lights are out no matter where we go. No one has installed a light fixture. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, that, that was just kind of the, the vibe of this thing. And that it's fine. Uh, I noticed it while we were watching it. I pointed it out. I was like, people don't make stuff like this anymore, but I think it's more because of digital photography these days than, than just because the aesthetic would have style. Cause there's a lot of real dark movies in the nineties and early two thousands. And then it kind of went to like digital dark, like day for night stuff. Uh, mm. Why'd we ever think pleather was like a good look? I don't, I'll never know. <laughs> it's edgy and sexy. You blame it on uh, Batman and his nipple suit. Nipple yeah, suit. George Clooney started late, the fucking latex finish. <laughs> All right. Damn bat nipples. <laughs> Bibbles. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Let's put that one back in the hole it came from. No, keep it. I like it. It's my pet now. Um. Anyway, so everyone, everyone, tweet at Brett. 
<laughs> Pictures of George Clooney's Batman chest. Yes. Like, hashtag yes. Bipples. Hashtag Bipples. <laughs> Jesus. Now, the, uh, my overall impression of this film uh, is less about how ridiculous it was because that's kind of why I like the first one so much is because the whole plot, everything about Blade is just batshit insane. The fights, the the way they, the, you know, <laughs> the first one was like, we, we have... Uh, we have a n- syringe gun that's going to shoot n- needles of juice at the v- vampires and then it's going to make them explode. Like it's, it was ridiculous. But what I remember is that during the first movie, Sam and I were sitting on the couch, just like freaking out, just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Holy yeah. shit. This one, I didn't have one of those moments. Yeah, me too. And not totally. one, one outburst of, of, uh, the pure movie joy that was the first blade so i think it's just not as good of a movie as the first one uh it was still very enjoyable and uh just uh, yeah the, the action sequences were too too goof would you sam sam pulled uh, brought back the the fondue thing she's like you like fondue because this movie cheese yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh no, I'm into it. It was good. It was fun. Uh, I just would probably rather watch the first one again than this one. Agreed. Yep. I will say, I think Phil Tippett did great work as always, especially for 2002. That's right. You take back that shade. You take it back. <laughs> well, like that was the the blending of the 3D into the 2D. Like the the times when it worked, it worked really well. And that was the, the Tippett stuff. Yeah. But the then also like one. every time a vampire like disintegrated i thought that it looked like obvious cg but it was stylized so it looked cool it wasn't trying to look like photorealistic which is yeah what i think it felt like a video work. game yeah or something you know yeah, yeah. can so we get some job, photo Phil. reference of a vampire uh dissolving you know we need we need this to look to realistic job that's totally something that I would have had to have looked up. I think Pat's broke broken over there. No, I just am amusing myself. You guys have no, as many bad puns as I say on this show. You have no idea how many I keep to myself. <laughs> oh no, Pat! You gotta let them out. If you bottle up too many puns, you will die. That's a fact. Them's the rules. Yep. Well, that was Blade Two, everyone. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Adante, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, having me. Thank you. Uh, you want to repitch your, uh, where people can find you? Are you on, on social media? Uh, where, where will your films be showcasing next? Uh, yeah, my, uh, uh, the, the current film that I'm working on and, and, and uh, working on having adapted into a series is catch. Uh, and you can follow that on the Instagram page, which is at, catch.film f-i-l-m um and uh in the bio of that instagram profile you will find a link to be able to watch the short film or catch and uh any updates about the series uh whenever fingers crossed that happens uh will be seen on the instagram page very cool awesome ash engage the audience oh is it me okay And you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun things like movie polls, where you guys can pick the movie. Or if our guest or we pick the movie, I tweet screenshots so that you can guess it. And I thought Maynard was the winner. Yeah, Maynard, but so close. But, but 
but Brett has dethroned you. I'm sorry. That means Case comes from downtown with the slam dunk. <laughs> However, uh, we have to give Tim an honorary mention for guessing Cars 3. Thank you, Tim. Oh, oh yeah. You know, Tim. I see it. I see it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a. I mean, he was close. It's a one word, ti- one word title and a sequel. So the number to be to be fair, it's it's even funnier when you know that the screenshot I shot I posted is of the red like blow in lines blood, that they were blood doing. Blood blow. Yes. blow. Oh dear. Teach them young. Pat, tell people about CPOV and Discord. Hey, we are a part of the Certain POV Podcast Network. Go check it out. You can listen to awesome, cool shows like Another Pass with Case or Screen Snark or Dole Up in Dreams or The Real Movie Critic versus The Cineguy uh, and many other dope as hell shows. It is uh, an amazing collection of exceptionally delightful and endearing, charming people. Um, the little chats we have in our Discord. Join our Discord. We have one of those, too, for the Certain yeah. POV Network. Um, if you just want to consume content by really genuinely good human beings i'm really i'm happy we uh we're part of this group now yeah yeah certain pov.com and that's everything is there uh-huh. but be on our discord um yeah so if you liked our show please give us a five-star review on google podcasts or apple podcasts and tell your friends right on and uh join us next time when we watch another blood-filled slasher movie Summer blockbuster hit, Ice Cream Man. Ooh. <laughs> He's holding up a cone with a human head in it. Oh. Wait, how? It's a very big cone. Hey, you splendid living construct of human delightfulness. Thanks for listening and supporting the Certain POV Network. It's your bestest buddy in the whole wide world, Pat Edwards from the Let's Rewatch podcast. You might have heard an ad earlier in the year of me talking about an upcoming 5th edition D&D campaign book I co-wrote called The Red Opera. Super quick refresher. The Red Opera is based on the album and stage show of the same name by the band Dia Morte. It takes place within a mystical and chaotic city run by warlocks in a far-off northern tundra. Not only is the book entirely filled with original settings, monsters, encounters, and characters, but we also have two original new playable species and two new warlock subclasses. We've also forged a partnership with the Heavy Metal Hall of Fame and the Budapest Symphonic Scoring Orchestra to create an entire suite of new music to accompany each chapter via QR code. Well, guess what? If you're hearing this, the Kickstarter is live. That's right. So please consider clicking the special link in the show notes and peruse the many amazing reward tiers we have to offer. We have custom dice, mini figurines of the four main characters, a leather-bound version of the book, and even an option to get a special extra adventure written featuring you as a character. Come on! Thanks for taking a moment away from this phenomenal certain POV show to listen to me, you wonderful amalgamation of organic excellence. I hope you'll check out the Red Opera and consider joining me on this new adventure. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.